And I have heard of thee that thou canst make the interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now, if thou canst read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Now, look at verse 17. The Bible says, Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let thy gifts be to thyself, and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king, and make known to him the interpretation. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you uh, for another year, 2013, in which we saw souls saved, Father. Uh, we saw uh, lives rededicated. We saw uh, people join the church, Father. We, we saw you do uh, great and glorious things here in, in, in uh, this church, at Walridge Baptist Church. Father, we ask of you this coming year that you would do uh, the same great things, Father, that we would see even more souls saved this year. Father, I ask of you tonight that you would help me, that you would fill me up, uh, that you would give me the ability to speak, that you would give me uh, the thoughts that you would have me to share. Uh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you most of all for my salvation. In Christ's name, amen. Now, uh, as we read through these, and I know this is a lot of verses, we have a little bit of the history of, of Daniel, of course, coming in uh, in captivity uh, under Nebuchadnezzar. And we have the golden and the silver vessels that were taken out. Uh, and it mentions uh, Belshazzar, the son uh, of Nebuchadnezzar, uh, throwing this grand party. Uh, and in this grand party, these vessels are taken out and they, they drank and they got drunk and they worshipped the different gods. And then we, we saw the hand appear and the writing was before them. Uh, there was a great reputation that Daniel had before his people. Uh, he was known as a godly man. Uh, he was known as somebody that, uh, as, as he said, was of excellent wisdom, of understanding, and of life. Uh, can I say tonight that, that I desire that of myself, I desire that of our young people, and I desire that of this church. Uh, that when people see the, the church members of Walridge, that they say, uh, th those, are, those are people that uh, know their Bible, that love uh, this world, that uh, love the people of this world, that uh, desire to see souls saved. Uh, and I think that that's something that we need to focus on this year. So I want to just go over a couple things tonight. Focusing on how we can live a bolder life. Number one, uh, Daniel had purpose to glorify God in truth rather to glorify himself with riches. Uh, we see the opportunity um, that Belshazzar offered before him. He told him that if he uh, were to uh, be able to interpret these things, that he would reward him, that he would give him great things, that would uh, lift him up and give him his own pride and prominence and, and things before men. And Daniel wasn't concerned about that. Daniel's main focus, number one, was sharing the truth, regardless of this consequence that there may be. Um, now, I don't know about you, but I have never stood before uh, a king uh, other than when I have prayed uh, to my Lord. I have never physically stood before uh, the president, the queen of England, anybody like that. Uh, but I could say that most of us would consider it a great honor to be able to meet somebody of such stature, of such reputation before men. Uh, but could you imagine the place that Daniel was in uh, and the devotion that he must have had to God, knowing uh, that uh, uh, what this interpretation was going to be was not going to be something positive for Belshazzar, but something negative. Uh, but his focus was more uh, on sharing the truth than it was on the concern of the, the consequence or the things hereafter that could happen with sharing that. Uh, you know, I, I can say for myself personally and, and, and for all of us, uh, we need to be focused on getting the gospel out to others in the workplace, in our neighborhood, at the grocery store, at the gas station, uh, and not be so concerned with the thoughts uh, or the words that people may say back to us. Um, in, my, in my line of work, 
I'm in the uh, construction zones a lot. And any of y'all that have done that or worked around that or even familiar with it know that there's terrible language, there's terrible conversation. Uh, it's a, it is not a godly atmosphere. Um, and I can tell you, uh, you can share the gospel with people and oftentimes it's well received, but it's not always well received. But, you know, my focus like Daniel and all of our focus needs to be on sharing the gospel with others so that we can see souls saved and not be concerned with the things of this world. You know, if we really cut down to it, this is just a physical body of flesh and bone. Uh, the worst that can happen to me is for my life to be taken. Now, I understand to the world that that's a grand thing. Uh, but to me, being a child of God, that's a very minor thing. Uh, knowing that I, that I in my own life li- will live eternally to abide with the Lord Jesus Christ forever, uh, I should take no thought of, of my own flesh, my own bone, uh, the, the body that I have. I should be focused on seeing souls saved. Um, you know, the Wednesday night crowd is often the most uh, devoted and, and dedicated crowd. But, you know, and I, I say this of myself, uh, it's very easy even coming to church three times a week uh, to get out of, of God's will and to get out of uh, God's work in our life. God has a specific purpose for us. If he didn't, he would have already taken us. We know that. Uh, God has a specific workforce here in 2014 and for Walridge. And I'm excited for the things that we have with camp and vacation Bible school and the, the different ministries you could consider outreach ministries. But I have to say that if we want to see not just this section on Wednesday night field, but our church field, we've got to do more. We've got to, we've got to be willing to be bold enough to speak to strangers out of the blue that we've never talked to before and ask them, can I tell you about the Lord Jesus Christ? Can I tell you how you can change your life? You'd be surprised how many people, and some of you know, but surprised how many people are are willing to listen to what you have to say. Hey, you go to the bookstore, you'll find an aisle as long as this church right here that's got uh, uh, self-help books, motivational books, uh, all kinds of things. People are buying the books or they wouldn't be on the shelves. People are looking for answers. People do not have peace in their heart. And here we have what can give them the eternal peace. Yet for some reason we shut it in and we don't share it like we ought to. So Daniel, he was purposed that he was going to share the truth regardless of what the consequence was going to be. Second of all, he purposed to leave the riches to another. And his sole purpose was to glorify God. You know, I get so wrapped up in the things of this world. Let me tell you that uh, Levi, he, he got sick this morning. Uh, Rachel, she's pregnant with with Levi, and I have to work. I worry about her all day long. Uh, I want to work with the youth ministry and see it grow. I've got stuff at work where I'm about a year and a half into a new career. I'm trying to really get things settled there. get so caught up in the things of this world, and the devil's the one that does that. I get so caught up in the things of this world, I lose focus on glorifying the Lord. That, that's the purpose. Uh, if we consider the short life that we have, uh, it, 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 granted, you, t- you, you say that I may live 90 years. What is that in the, in the span of eternity? Oh, so short. And, and I have such a limited window of time that I can share the gospel with others. We need to take advantage of that. I, I, how often time do we go to the gas station or go to the grocery store? Now, be honest with yourself. And you know that the Lord lays on your heart. Talk to that person. Say something. You're walking down the street and you see a neighbor at the mailbox. Say something. But we're so, uh, we're so, um, rusty. It's been so long since we uh, maybe have gone out and shared the gospel with somebody. We don't know how to start the conversation. Can I just say, just start the conversation. 
Just start talking. Let the Lord give you the words that you should say, and you'll find that things will just flow exactly how they should. You'll be able to share the gospel with others. And time and time and time again, you'll find so many people say, I do need to get back in church. I do need to read my Bible more. Uh, Or somebody will say that may be lost. You know, I've never thought of that. That's why I carry the tracks of the church and, and I hand them out and I try to uh, share them with people. Now, I've, I've invited, I can't tell you how many folks uh, from work to church and have yet to see one walk through the door, but I'm not giving up. Uh, any day now, there could be one walk through the, walk through the doors of this church. I'll give you an example. One guy, his name's Tim. He's a painter. And I ran into him in Roan County Medical Center last fall, a year ago. And I uh, began talking to him. We started talking about the Lord, and I got on the topic of uh, the peace that the Lord Jesus Christ gives us in our heart. And just knowing that I'm in the will of God brings me great peace. Uh, knowing that uh, if I, everything else in this world fails, that I, I'm exactly where the Lord wants me to be. And, I, and there's no everything else is so minuscule, so small. And he talked about great marital problems that he had. And I told him, Tim... Why don't you come to church? He said he was saved. I said, why don't you come to church? Get your life right back with the Lord. He, he, he knows that you need to. He loves you. He'll still take you right back in. And Well, he didn't. I left him a track, prayed for him. And then uh, back in the spring, I ran into him again another time. Uh, the world would call that coincidence. Uh, I think that that's the divine will of God. And I told him again, Tim, where where you been? Well, I've been looking for you at church. Not pressuring him, just talking to him. Friendly conversation. And he said, my marriage has fallen apart even more than it had last time. It's terrible. And, you know, he, I encouraged him again. He still hadn't come. I encouraged him again. And he said he actually drove by and found the church one day. Now, that's a step. I, I know that that's not, a, that's not somebody uh, coming in here answering a call to preach and changing the world just yet. But we have to do one day at a time, one person at a time. Deal with people one on one on one. Our, our focus needs to be on seeing God gain the glory. Third, Daniel's boldness increased as he saw God work in his life. Uh, when I was saved, I was 13 years old. Grew up in Carthage, Tennessee. Uh, I don't know what time of year it was. All I know is it was a Monday. So I can stand up when we sing the song on a Monday. Um, I was saved on a Monday afternoon. And I, I remember I was on my way to piano practice. Uh, and the Holy Spirit convicted me. I, I knew it was clear as day that I was, I was lost. And, and the Lord showed me that I need to be saved. And that night I was in my basement and I uh, called my grandfather down and, and he prayed with me. He didn't pray for me, he prayed with me. Uh, and I prayed and asked the Lord to save me. And you know, it was years later before I really uh, understood and realized um, what it was to really live for the Lord and see God work in my life. The church I grew up in was a small church, so I I assumed that once I was saved, all things were done and that everything was good to go. But little did I know that there was an actual relationship to be kept with the Lord every single day. And and what helped me to grow in church and become more excited, you young people, look up here and listen, what got me excited about the Lord was seeing God do things in my life. You hear the adults preach and tell you about God answering prayer. But when you see God start answering prayer, that does something. You see that that the Almighty God, the creator of the universe, cares about me. I mean, how wonderful of a thing is that? Uh, our boldness will increase the more that we, uh, the more that we seek God in our prayers and see God answer our prayers. Um, I've got a, a handful of things uh, that I pray for. One thing that... Uh, that I pray for 
uh, for such a long time uh, was my friend. He recently passed away, but that he would get back in church. We grew up together. He was saved when he was young, got out of church. And, uh, you know, I was looking through my text messages. He passed away. It'll be two weeks on Friday. Uh, I was looking through my text messages, and just in the last three months, I'd invited him to church two times. Uh, one of the times when we had our meal, that was the last time I invited him to church. Um, and he was killed in a car wreck, and, you know, I thought, I don't have any regrets because I, I did try to get him back in church. And truthfully, uh, you know, and th- this may be a, a hard position, I, I believe the Lord took him uh, because of his life that he was living. I, I, I believe that that's scriptural to assume those things. Um, but it, I can't help but think, I, I feel like I was bold enough with him because I, I was comfortable with him. But what about all my other family members that I have? Well, I, I mean, let's let's be honest. We, we all, Toby preaches it all the time about our family members and our close friends, and we amen and shake our heads, but how often are we really making the effort that we ought to make? How often are we, often are we really picking up the phone and calling them and really trying to get them in church? And you may be, and if you are, praise the Lord. Uh, but, but what I'm saying is that uh, we, we've got a lost and dying world, and so many of them are our own family. And if we're going to see them saved, we've got to be bold. We've got to stand up and be willing uh, to just trust in the Lord and be bold and, and share what God would have us to share instead of worrying about our own flesh. Uh, so uh, Daniel uh, had purpose to glorify God uh, rather than himself. He also purposed that he would not be a respecter of persons. Um, Daniel's boldness was grounded on the full authority of God's word. Uh, used to when I would talk to people, I was really shy about talking to people about the Lord. Um, you learn real quick if you if you start going out and knocking on doors to get some thick skin because you'll run into all kinds of people. And like I said, some of them will receive you well uh, and some of them will roll their garage door up and say, get off my property and shut their garage door back down. Uh, that's just reality. Uh, some people are, are so uh, far from the Lord, but they need the Lord. But uh, we have the Word of God. There's a reason that we preach this King James Bible. because we know that it is the perfect Word of God. We can stand on this being the full authority, the only truth that we have in this wicked world. And we can take that before people. Now, whenever I speak to people, they may have a, just a wretched mouth and wretched conversation. And I may tell them that I don't want to hear none of it because I'm a Christian. Uh, and they may have a mouthful of things that they have as far as opinions of Christianity. But it just doesn't change the truth. It doesn't change the fact whether they believe it or not, whether they feel that it relates to them or not. It's still God's Word, and it's still true. You know, we don't have to worry about if, uh, if, we, if the Lord lays a family member on our heart and we go to that person and we share the gospel with them uh, and they, they reject us, whether it be in a polite way or, or in a very hateful way. We don't have to worry if we're trusting the Lord in it because we are taking the full uh, authority of God's Word directly to them. Uh, and, and we're presenting that to them, and the decision is having to be made. Um, that, that's what we're, that we're, what we're having to do uh, with, with the people that we run into each and every day is uh, be willing uh, to share the gospel, uh, not be concerned with our own words, but what God's word says, trusting its authority. But another thing, Daniel's boldness reminded the king of his lowly state. Let's read just a few more verses here. Look at verse uh, number 17. The Bible says, Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let thy gifts be to thyself, and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king, and make known to him the interpretation. O thou king, the most high God, gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom, and majesty, and glory, and honor. And for the 
majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him, whom he, whom he, who, excuse me, whom he would he slew, and whom he would he kept alive, and whom he would he set up, and whom he would he put down. But when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, he was disposed from his kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. And he was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like the beast, and his dwelling was with the wild asses. They fed, they fed him, and uh, they fed him with grass like oxen. His body was wet with the dew of the heaven, uh, till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men, and that he appointed them, and that he appointeth over it whomsoever he will. And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart. Uh, though thou knewest all this, but has lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. And they have brought the vessels of his house before thee. And thou and thy lords, thy wives and thy concubines, have drunk wine in them. And thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold, of brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know. And the God, uh, and the God in whose uh, hand thy breath is, and uh, whose, all, whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified uh, Daniel's boldness reminded the king of his lowly state. Uh, you know, uh, we know as Christian people that when the Lord looks at us, uh, he looks at all of us uh, the same uh, as far as our uh, spirituality is concerned. When we're all born, we're born lost and separated from the Lord. We're all born in need of salvation, uh, be it a king, uh, be it somebody that's as, as poor as they can be. Uh, God is no respecter of person. Uh, we are no respecter of person. Uh, and when God's word is brought before somebody, it reminds them of their lowly state. Uh, I think that one of the reasons, and I may be wrong in this, but I like to think that I'm not. I believe that one of the reasons that we're so shy in sharing the gospel is because we're afraid that our own words will have no effect. Or maybe we've said them time and time and time again. Uh, I think that that is the reason that it is crucial that we memorize Bible scripture. Uh, we need to rely on the power of God's Word to do the work in the heart of men and women. We don't need to uh, rely on our own uh, opinions or our own arguments, but we need to give as much as God's Word as we can give because it's that that's going to reveal to that person where they stand before God. Uh, I, I have had conversation, I'm sure you have as well, with people that we know about the Lord, and sometimes it turns into an argument. And you look back on it and you think, you know... I was arguing more than I was really uh, sharing the gospel in the way that I, I think the Lord would have wanted me to. I was standing firm on things, and I was right in what I was saying. But I don't think uh, that the arguing did anything for that person. Uh, I've, I've thought that myself very many times. And, and the reason is, is because uh, we need to rely on the Scripture to share with others to do the work in the hearts of people. Not so much on ourselves uh, to do the work in the hearts of people. Uh, another thing, Daniel's boldness revealed the divine plan of God. Uh, Daniel revealed here to Belshazzar uh, in verse number 23 uh, that, the, that his ways had not glorified God. Uh, you want to talk about a punch in the gut to somebody is when you start sharing truth with them. And you tell them that God is a God of love, uh, but God also hates sin. There's also things that God hates. There's things that God despises. Uh, and if we're going to share the things that God loves, we also need to be very straightforward about the things that God does not love. Uh, listen, 
I, I get tired and fed up of hearing about people uh, that talk about uh, the love of God and, and how uh, God just surrounds them with their love all the time. And then they go out to Cotton Eye Joe's on Saturday night and they talk about how, how they are just, you know, hand in hand with the Lord. Uh, now, that's not judgmental. It's just Bible. The, the Lord is against drinking alcohol. Uh, you can't tell me that you partake in drinking alcohol and that you're in the will of God. Uh, so we, we need to learn that uh, there's some things that it's, it's going to be rough. Uh, we might not be well received, but we need to share these things, not just when we're in. It's easy for us right here in church. It's tough when we get out and we're the minority uh, and everybody starts talking about the, uh, the party they went to on New Year's Eve. And they ask you and you either can say, I stayed at home. Or you can step up a little and say, uh, well, I have some convictions that uh, drinking alcohol is a sin. I don't do that junk. Little things like that, people start to think, well, I hadn't thought about it like that. Or they might think, I've heard it all before. But it's God's Word. You share it anyway. Be bold. Uh, we divine the, we reveal the uh, divine plan of God in, in being bold for the Lord. Uh, and thirdly, Daniel knew that he could not fully fulfill God's will in his life if he lacked boldness. Boldness is something that, that we must always work on, uh, but we also have to remember, if you look all through the Bible of the men of God and women uh, of God that, that were of effect, they were bold people in some way or another. They knew their Bible. They shared their Bible. Uh, they didn't spend day after day uh, just kind of sitting to the side, uh, nodding their head and, and uh, you know, just enjoying the Lord to themselves, as you could say. They were people that, that wanted others, lost people, to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Daniel knew that being in God's will required defending himself spiritually. Hey, if we're going to be bold, if we're going to understand that boldness is a, a key part of growing this church and of glorifying God, we've got to know there's a fight coming. Uh, let me tell you, as soon as I started serving the Lord, started getting a little bit more serious with the Lord, uh, this, uh, I very quickly noticed that that bullseye on my back started to grow just a little bit bigger for the devil. Um, you, you know, it's an it's a interesting thing. You can uh, serve the Lord, and, and there's wonderful times uh, uh, more great times than there are bad times, always receive more than we ever deserve. Um, but I would be uh, not telling the truth if I said that there's some, there's some fights to have. There's some battles that must be conquered. There's some things that must be faced. If we're going to be uh, bold, effective Christians outside of the church, we've got to be prepared. We've got to know that the fight is headed our way. Hey, what did we hear about Sunday night? The sins that so easily beset us. Don't we have things that the devil will just... He'll just drop in front of us, slip right in front of us. Hey, he knows what we'll trip up on. He'll throw it right in front of you, and he'll, he'll give you an opportunity. Ah, it's not, not that big of a deal. Before you know it, uh, you, you got prideful again. You said something you shouldn't have again. Uh, that, that's our flesh that we have to battle. But we have to be ever mindful every day that if we're going to serve the Lord and see God do things, we have to be willing to fight. We have to be willing to defend ourselves spiritually. Daniel knew that, and Daniel did that. Uh, Daniel was known for his wonderful prayer life. Uh, another thing, Daniel knew that being in God's will requires the removal of distractions. Um, Toby was picking at me here a second ago. Um, I'll tell you another thing he picks at me about. Uh, 
I'm not as big on technology. I'm not against technology, uh, but I, I see technology being such a distraction. That's one of the biggest uh, issues that I have with it. Uh, and I'll be I'll be first one to tell you my code. I got a smartphone. I have to have it for work. I have to be able to email. Uh, but you know, as soon as I get a break, I'm looking up duck hunting tips and stuff like that. It's a distraction. Uh, it's a reality of the world that we live in, but we have to acknowledge and and make uh, put it in the forefront of our mind that those are things the devil uses. Even if it's something that we may not consider some kind of wicked sin, it's something that does still beset us. It takes our focus off of God. And if we're not focused on the Lord Jesus Christ at all times, we're letting things take place. We're turning them into an idol, and that is sin. That is wrong. Uh, we have to be uh, able to remove the distractions. And the very last thing, and I'll finish here, Daniel knew that being in God's will meant boldly standing on the foundation of Jesus Christ when others would not. I have no idea what, uh, what the future holds in 2014 for our country. Uh, I know that in my short 27 years, uh, I have seen the country change in ways that I even never would have imagined. Uh, it's a sad thing. It's a scary thing for my uh, son and my uh, daughter-to-be. Um, it, it's a terrifying thing. I don't know what will happen this year. But I think that it's crucial that in our own personal life, and I can't do this for you, only it's between you and the Lord, uh, it, it's so crucial that we have it set in our heart that we will stand on the principles of Jesus Christ if there was nobody else in the world willing to. That if, it, if, if it's just us and the Lord with us, that we're willing to stand for the Lord. We're still willing to take a stand. I, I hope and I pray that we never have to face the kind of persecution that we know has happened to God's people in the past. But I don't know that that will never happen. I don't know that it, we won't have things happen this year. Uh, and it may be years from now. I, I don't know. None of us know. But I know it does happen in other countries. I know America's not above it. And I know that we see the church is closing doors day after day after day. And I know something that's also very concerning, even though that we may see many churches on every single street corner, how many of them are really teaching the true doctrines of our Bible? I believe we've got very few churches really preaching God's Word anymore. And I believe, unfortunately, even in those churches, we have even fewer that are really pushing to serve God the way that we ought to. Um, so I, I'll close with this thought. And this year, in 2014, uh, when you look back on this past year, do you want to face this year the same way you did last year? Or do you want to face it uh, in a more bold way, being more focused on the Lord?